Welcome to this edition of the e-commerce insights podcast. I'm your host, Scott DeGrossier, founder and CEO of Wicked Reports. Today I have with me Jack Bourne. He's the founder of Deadline Funnel, along with a couple other very helpful SaaS products such as SurveyFunnel.io, where he was the technical founder. And also you may have heard of him back from Perry Marshall for the tactical triangle concept, which we might cover some. Thanks for coming on the show today, Jack. Yeah, it's great to be here. I'm um, happy to have you. Deadline Funnel user myself, love the product. Before we dig into Deadline Funnel and how all our listeners can uh, you know, use that to great benefit, mm-hmm. talk to me about how you got into digital marketing space to begin with. Yeah, so it was a, it was quite a while ago, so I'll try to condense this down. Um, but in about 2000, 2001, 2002, somewhere around there, shortly after 9-11, um, I came to an epiphany and my boss at the time came to the same epiphany at the same time that I was just not cut out for corporate America. Um, at the time, I, I, used to, I used to say I don't play well with others, but the fact of the matter is that I do play well with others. It's just, I want to vote in who those others are on my team. And so, you know, build, building a team around me of A players and really, really, you know, just sharp people um, has been one of the, it's been a huge challenge, uh, but it's been one of the greatest joys of, you know, this journey that I've been on. And yeah, so, so really, I, I remember I got into an argument with my boss at the time, uh, last, last boss that uh, hopefully I'll ever have. But um, I got into an argument with my boss and I remember I called up my wife and I'm like, well, <laughs> this, this job is over. And, you know, she was super supportive. We didn't have, it helped that we didn't have any kids at the time. Uh, but, I, but I spent basically a year trying to figure out what I was going to do next. And, you know, one of the things that I did was I had this concept uh, that was going to be in, in the healthcare space because that's the, that's the niche or the vertical that I had just left. And I had this idea of creating a marketplace of tra- uh, nurses who are looking for jobs are called travel nurses. And this was the vertical that I had been operating in and then pairing them up with, um, with the agencies like the agency that I had just left and making this marketplace. It just seemed like there was a, there wasn't enough information. There was an asynchronous, you know, you know, not asynchronous. Uh, it wasn't a level playing field in terms of of the of the information. So I wanted to level the playing field and make it more of a job board for uh, for travel nurses. So that so I I had no idea how to do this. So I bought seventy dollar PHP, what you would call a script at the time. Off of the, keep in mind, this is back in two thousand two. So I'm dating myself here, but um, bought this chunk of buggy code off of uh off of hotscripts.com and uh don't even know if they still exist but anyways i realized very quickly that this thing had bugs i didn't know very much about about coding so i went to barnes and noble again i'm dating myself here barnes and noble bought a a book about this thick um for so if if you're listening to this like just imagine the old phone books like uh again dating myself but just one of the things those (laughs) yeah 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 one of the one of the thickest books you've ever seen in the, the title said the PHP four Bible. So if you're if you're in coding at all, you know that PHP is it's I, I don't even know anymore. My team uses it, but it's um it's at like eight or nine or ten, maybe eleven. I don't know. But this was this was quite some time ago. And I just started at page one and I started looking at this code. I'm like, okay, let's see what this function does. And I went through line by line by line, teaching myself PHP. And that was really my entrance into the world. 
basically I spent, once I got the thing up and running and fixed some of the bugs and learned a little bit at the time um, and created one of the world's ugliest websites ever, um, I you know built up both sides of this because that's one of the problems with network effect is that you have to, you know, it's the chicken and the egg issue. So I, I built up this uh, this this job board because I wasn't charging anyone. So I was basically working for free for a year. And we got to the point where my, my wife, who is ex- extremely supportive, eventually came to me and said, babe, I know you've been working long hours, but it's time to, as, as we say in the South, it's time to fish or cut bait. And so um, w- without knowing what I was doing, I essentially created a product launch. You know, I created a launch where I was going to charge a certain amount for charter membership. There was going to be a deadline and uh, started sending out the, those those emails. And we had some initial uh, buyers, not as many as I wanted, um, but I decided, you know what, I'm going to see this thing through. I'm not I'm not going back to offering this for free. I'm not going to cut my cut my prices. I'm going to see this thing through. I'm going to send out the rest of the emails through the deadline. And the day of the deadline, that's when $20,000 of upfront payments and recurring payments came in. And it was really, that was my first experience, you know, firsthand of seeing the power of a deadline. Because up until that point, I thought, oh, crap, like I've just spent a year working on this thing, building this thing, and now I'm going to have to go back and get a job. Um, but I saw it through, you know, hit the deadline and um, and all this money came in, which, you know, $20,000 at that time, based on the expenses that we had, that was a lot of money. That's awesome. That's cool. So even on your very first foray in entrepreneurship, you were using urgency. Yeah, I, I didn't know. No one had. This was pre Jeff Walker days. I just, it just seemed like the the natural thing to do. So yeah, I uh, sent out sent out several emails. Uh, there was a, there was an afternoon in our driveway where my wife and I were smiling and dialing from a from a list of. Uh, possible clients. Um, we were just trying everything that we could, but it, but really, it was the, it was that deadline at the end. But it was like a, it was like a five day email sequence, and leading up to that last day, I was I was pretty pretty resigned to the fact that I had just wasted a year of my life. So I relate to all that story. Hot scripts, yeah, that was a great place to go. But you always it only got you like two thirds of the way there every time. There's no like yeah. perfect hot script. And then those books, they were like five to 700 pages. Yeah. Really, I, I, uh, I was an active server page programmer and a SQL server developer. Mm-hmm. So I have a bunch of them and I use them for the index. Because basically you'd be coding, you'd be like, I need to know how to do this. Then you go thumb through the index, go find the page, type in the code and then manipulate it. You know, mm-hmm. now you can you know download it and start from there. I mean, it's so much better now, but that was, that was the way you did it. And each book was like 50 to 80 bucks, some of the big ones. Absolutely. Yeah. So then you you got in with Perry Marshall. That's how I first came across your work. You were presenting on a couple of his webinars. You know, he was mm-hmm. he was the, the king back in the day. How did uh, how'd you come to work with him and what what like how did that progress you along? Yeah, so the so the business that I just talked about um, was a recurring revenue business. So people were paying either monthly, quarterly, or annually. And that did really well for me for for some time. And by really well, I don't mean the actual gross revenue numbers would would you know blow anyone's mind, but compared to the expenses that we had, it was really everything that we needed. Um, and so then I started to get involved with uh, consulting. I was reading a lot. I, I had been for many years. I had been reading uh, newsletters, which again dating myself. This that's the actual paper and ink newsletters that folks like Perry Marshall or Dan Kennedy would send out. So these were direct response marketing and, and just learning, you know how how to 
How do we get your message out into the marketplace? How do you put together copy? Like what is copywriting? So some basic marketing 101 stuff. Um, so I was on Perry's list and, and, and I would every now and then I would, I would, I would, if, if he sent out a few dud newsletters, I was like, oh, I'm going to unsubscribe. And then he would send out a promotion by email a few months later and I'd resubscribe. So it just so happened that I was subscribed to his email list. And it just so happened that I opened one of his emails that came into my inbox that said, Hey, I'm, I'm hiring for the first time uh, in a long time. And I'm looking for two, uh, two types of people. One, he pairs a bit of an odd bird. Uh, so one, he, he called a content czar, which, you know, basically is, is taking the content that he's, that he's created and reformulating it. And I really was not interested in that at all. But the other one was for an affiliate manager. And, you know, I had had my own affiliates for uh, the business that I just talked about, plus some other software businesses that I had started up, um, which were really just kind of small things. But I had dabbled in affiliate marketing and I had been an affiliate myself. I was one of the top affiliates for another software program. And I was using paid ads, Google Google ads, using some of the stuff that I learned from Perry. Because if you haven't heard of Perry Marshall, first of all, I would recommend that you go to Amazon, pick up his 80-20 sales and marketing. It's a really, really good book, applies to pretty much everyone and anyone. Um, but the other thing that, you know, what he's really known for is kind of being the first person to fully crack the code on combining direct response marketing and Google AdWords and, and, and how the small solo entrepreneur or small business owner can, can really do experimentation, A-B split testing, things that we take for granted now. Back in the day, he was the one explaining, here's how this thing works and here's what it can do for your business and really opening people's eyes to the opportunity. So um, anyways, the affiliate manager position, I thought, man, I, uh, this really interests me. And so Perry, again, being sort of swimming you know, in the different direction of what, what other people do and doing things a bit differently, rather than sending in your resume or anything like that, this was going to be a contest. And you didn't know how many other people were applying and you didn't know what sort of things were coming up. But, but he would have these projects that you would do to show like, okay, do you actually have the, the chops to, to actually do this? And so it was, a, it was a, probably a three or four step contest that I eventually end up, ended up winning. Um, and I learned, learned a lot about myself going through that process. Uh, but he, he writes about how he set this up in the 80-20 sales and marketing book. But basically, it was, it was a contest to weed out people who either weren't taking action or weren't delivering the, the results and letting the cream rise to the top. And so I ended up winning. Um, about six months after I started working with Perry, I sort of morphed into a marketing manager role where instead of just focusing on the affiliate stuff, I was helping Perry with pretty much all of his copy, all of his promotions. Some promotions would be 90% me and some promotions would be 10% me, but I pretty much had a say or a role or an opinion you know, I was involved in pretty much everything that he put out. And there was a lot of direct response marketing and copy that that did go out. So I worked with Perry for about six years. That contest idea, we we do that for developer hiring. And I did that for my marketing person who you talked to. Mm. Wanna, it wasn't someone, I didn't brand it as a contest, but it was a paid, you know, you whittle the people down and then it's a paid consulting gig, the same project given to the final three for the marketing. Yeah. And it just when you cross-reference everyone's work on the same project, it makes the decision. And the other two people were great. I mean, one of them we ended up hiring for something else. And the other guy is awesome. He just wouldn't fit for any other role. But it was the contrast. Really, it's an efficient way and it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, 
it really lets you as a business owner, it gives you the opportunity to, to see what someone can actually do. So yeah, it, whether you set it up as a contest or, you know, a, a paid internship or something like that, I think it's a great way to really find out, you know, what, what is this person actually going to be able to deliver? I think it's a yeah. fantastic way to do it. Developers, we do it too. We have fun math games and then, you know, not as crazy as Google does, but we've got a couple little test things or give them code. Can they find the bug? Kind of like hot scripts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> the hot script, what's wrong Step with? one, go buy something off of hot scripts. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much like that. They were like, hey, what's wrong with this script? Uh, so that's fun. So now you're working on deadline funnel. So this is why, uh, you know, the, the, the premise, if correct me if I'm wrong, is uh, it's a way to create urgency in your sales funnel to get people to act. And it does, I know it does a lot of other things. That was my own little quick synopsis. But how, how did you, I mean, see the need? What, what problems does it solve and how does it solve them in a way that benefits the listeners? Yeah, so, so I'll, I'll answer that by, by saying there's, there's one key, key ingredient that I think that you left out in the description, which is fine. Um, it's to do it in a way that's both automated, but not, um, not BS. Like to actually give each person who's going through your, your funnel, who's going on that customer journey, an actual unique personalized deadline and to use every tracking method known to man to make sure that that deadline stays accurate. So that's what, that's what deadline funnel does. Um, the reason why I created it was just for that purpose. We didn't invent the countdown timer. We didn't invent the concept of scarcity and urgency. It's been around for as long as people have been speaking to each other and trying to sell stuff. But the, 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 the need was that at the time that I was working for Perry, I still, you know, being an entrepreneur, I still had some side gigs, some some things that I would work on, my own software projects that I didn't didn't let go of. And being a student of psychology, I know that one of the most consistent and powerful triggers is urgency and scarcity. But at the time, one of the things that was becoming popular was um, automated webinars where you know people on the webinar you know think that it's live, but it's not. And so we just didn't want to to do that. And so uh, we we just didn't see a way to really mix kind of where our you know ethical arrow was pointing and 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 do that at the same time. And so I wanted to be able to use urgency and scarcity. So just the idea came to me. Perry was a big big user of Infusionsoft. I know they've gone through a branding change, but Infusionsoft. Um, and so the idea was as people came through Infusionsoft, what if there was a way to actually somehow tie the deadline to their record? And um, and so that that's really what I what I created primarily for my stuff, but also to see if it would work for Perry's stuff. So I was solving my own need. I wanted to be able to use urgency in a way where I wasn't just grabbing some cheesy WordPress plugin countdown timer, telling people, hey, it expires tonight. And then in fact, you know, they find out, okay, actually this was just you know, like, we, we were tricked. Like, okay, you got the sale, but you tricked me. You know, I'm, I'm not going to believe anything that you say from now on. So was, you know, it was, it was really an experiment to see, is there a way that we can leverage this, this proven um, method of, of persuasion? Because that's, that's the, that's part of the game that we're in is convincing people who are strangers to do business with us. Can we use this tool without sacrificing our integrity? And that's how Deadline Funnel was born. That's really cool. I, uh, I was a huge Infusionsoft user back in the day until we just outgrew it for what we needed. Yeah. I loved it. I, yeah. So I remember because it used to be with the, with the timers you buy, you could just, you know, either delete the cookie or just go in through another browser or just wait and refresh and kick it all off again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Get the a lot. Deal. 
Yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these things didn't even try to, um, didn't even try to set a, you know, anything. It was just, you know, it, it'll like set it to, to count down to midnight, pick your time zone. But the next day it, it flips over to however, however many hours are left, 24 hours, whatever. Um, yeah. And, and so I, the, the part of the story that I left out was I, I wasn't looking for a business idea because I just figured like, obviously someone else has figured this out. So I'll just go find the tool that someone else has built. And the more I searched, the more I realized not only has no one built it, but as I started digging, I started thinking of this laundry list of things that I would want the tool to be able to do. do. And you know, nothing out there did even like one of these things. So um, I said about building it. And as you know, um, you know, there's there's a, a huge gap complexity from building it for yourself and saying, okay, this works, but it, you know, there, there's no admin, there's no UI, there's no onboarding process to crossing over to, hey, let's see, let's see if other people want to use this and let's let's have a way for people to put in their credit card and then have a user interface and all this sort of stuff. So I created um, you know, again, going back to my my origin story of leaving corporate America, I use my PHB skills, which I thought at the time were like an eight out of 10. As I started bringing on um, developers, I realized that my skills were probably more like a six or five out of ten, um, which is which is good. That's the whole idea: is that you want to hire people who are better than you um, and surround yourself with talent. Um, but I created version 1.0 of Deadline Funnel and then started to bring people into uh, work on it, and things really started to take off from there. Operationalizing the customer success is uh, it never ends, really. But yeah, <laughs> no, it doesn't. A lot of the work. <laughs> A lot of the work because what you can see or how you can implement it when you're doing it. And then the moment it's not you, it's like, then this almost like, then that's when the work begins. <laughs> I found. Oh, absolutely. It was, yeah. Uh, in very intense work to get myself out of that, but very rewarding when I did. Deadline funnel sounds like a, it's a very po- uh, common, popular bottom of the funnel. Is it usually done by email? Can you also do it by advertising or how does it? Yeah. So it's, it's designed to work with pretty much any funnel that you have. One of the challenges that we have, but it's also a bit of a a defensive moat, is that every single person who shows up on our doorstep, our digital doorstep, has a different combination of Tech, you know what? What are the what are the software tools in your marketing stack? First of all, so there's all the all of that variety, and then there, you know, I'm I'm doing an email sequence. I'm doing a an automated launch sequence that happens once a quarter. I'm doing a you know automated webinar. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. So you know, there's all sorts of you know I'm doing retargeting. Like there's all sorts of different uh, funnels that people are putting together, and so we have to take all of that complexity and try to make it as simple as possible for the client to actually implement it. And that's really where the magic comes in. Um, but so your question was bottom of funnel or top of funnel. So a lot of our, our most successful clients are doing some level of deep integration with the um, with the email software. Now, the quote deep integration, it still is no code. You know, you, you don't have to be a coder to be able to integrate our stuff into your marketing stack. Um, you know, but there, you know, there's things like API keys. You know, you just kind of five minute tutorial, and boom, you're 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 on your way. And you can also pay my team to just do it for you. But um, yeah, our most successful clients are integrating with their CRM or email system. We also integrate with things like ManyChat um, or in ChatFuel. So if you if that's if that's something that you're interested in, um, you can you can use it that way. But speaking to your question of top of funnel, we do have people who are using a top of funnel. So one very simple 
simple example would be um, for people who are doing a virtual summit, whether it's a fully live virtual summit or it's a virtual summit that's been been done and now is on Evergreen. Um, typically, the way that a virtual summit works would be that you see the list of speakers that are there and you can sign up for free as in you can attend for free, but you have to basically cancel all of your appointments for the next week in order to be able to attend all of these, you know, all of these events. And then so on the next page, it's, hey, remember everything that we told you on that on page one? Yeah, you can attend that for free or for this low payment, you can um, you can get the recordings, you know, or you can wait, come back whenever you want and the price is much higher. Or maybe that's the only time that someone can pull the trigger on that. So in the form of what some people call a tripwire, um, yeah, you could go from, uh, you know, a cold visitor on your website to they take the first step and then there's a, a bigger step with a deadline attached to it that's triggered from when they uh, from when they opt in so they they join your join your list and now they're seeing a page there's another example that i've seen where you know uh, on the thank you page for a webinar sign up whether it's a live webinar or an automated webinar you could have a one dollar trial that um that has a has a countdown on it so th there's a lot of different ways in in the top of funnel An another very simple version again would be what uh, some people call a tripwire would be just a simple it doesn't have to be a virtual summit someone could opt in for uh, you know for uh, you know a, a short course or whatever sort of lead magnet that you have some downloadable white paper etc um, and then on the thank you page there could be a special offer um to you know that depending on your vertical, you know, might be $7, might be $17, might be $97. It really just depends on, you know, what a small commitment would be considered in your vertical. But you could, some people are getting, going from completely cold lead to offering something that's very, very closely related to what they first signed up for, for free and offering offering that at a, at a, at a discount or adding in additional bonuses. But all of that is driven, that decision is driven by some urgency right on that page. Mm, I like that. Get me brainstorming. I was already thinking, hey, how can I do that? <laughs> Wicker boys, we'd be, we'd, be, that we'd be happy to sit down with you and, and see how we could I, help you use it even more. I would want to take you up on that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Done deal. So what um with e-commerce folks, what uh so is that more like, you know, new visitor, you get a coupon or free shipping, but it's a limited time, and then you run the funnel with that? Yeah, we're we're making strides to um to to move more aggressively into e-commerce. And, and that's not so I should start by saying we we service a lot a, a wide variety of people but if you said okay what is the what is your target audience currently i would say our target audience currently are is the creator market so typically course creators and some coaches or a, a hybrid of that now we have consultants we have some service like brick and mortar service people and we have ecom but certainly our bullseye avatar currently are course creators however we obviously see that you know we're 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 not living under a rock. We see that um, the, you know ecom is is, a, is a, has been a huge growing trend, um, and it's not going away anytime soon. Obviously, and so we've made strides to uh, figure out okay how can we help the e-commerce person. So one of the things that we've done is that we've done that you know there's there's multiple different platforms out there, uh, but we've work to create a deep integration with Shopify. So if you are, we don't, we don't do a good enough job uh, talking about this, but we're going to be in the coming year. But basically Shopify has a coupon system and anyone who uses Shopify knows it. So our system integrates with Shopify in a way where you can, uh, our system will assign automatically behind the scenes 
a unique coupon to each person and assign a deadline to that. And then once the deadline has passed, rather than having thousands of these unused or some used uh, coupons building up in your system, our system will come, uh, will we'll do a cleanup process to remove uh, these coupons as, they're, as they've reached their, their expiration. And then you get to use our, um, our technology of having the floating bar and, and different texts on your page dynamically generated that's specific to that user. So you can personalize um, that coupon in the actual email that goes out. We currently integrate with Shopify and a few other uh, CRM systems. We um, one of the things that's that we are just on the verge of rolling out is an integration with Clavio. I, don't, I never know that's if I'm saying that. I was going right. to ask. I was going to yeah. say Clavio would just eat eat that up. I mean, our number yeah. one integration combo. We've got you know I don't know too many unfortunately, but Clavio Shopify is our number one. Mm-hmm. So every most everyone using Clavio. Some people use Active Campaign or Keep. You, I think you've got integration with both those. Maybe Entreport, but yeah, with Shopify, that would be really popular when it's ready. Yeah. Or if it's already ready. Yeah. Then- <laughs> yeah. The only thing. Yeah. The only thing missing is is the Clavio piece. Um, originally, when we tried to integrate with Clavio, uh, just without getting too deep into the into the nerd speak, but the way that the data was returned to us from Clavio wasn't in a format that was easy for us to to, to work with. Um, it's not that we didn't have the skills. It's just the, the sequence of stuff that they were sending back was not consistent. Um, they've since changed that. And so Clavio is something I've been really pounding the dust to get my team to, uh, to, to, to finish up. So we already integrate with Shopify. Clavio is coming, but currently if you're using say Shopify and ConvertKit or Active Campaign, everything that I described uh, works like a charm. So um, you know, if if you've ever wanted to, so for example, if you wanted to, to have people who come to your site and to say, hey, you know, for example, 10% discount if you join our email list, that 10% discount, again, through deadline funnel is a true automated, you know honest, you know, integrous type of deadline that's assigned to the person and it's backed up by the coupon that's inside of Shopify. And so our system will will assign that, distribute it, show the countdowns on whatever pages you want, and then um, sweep up behind and, cl- and clean up the uh, the discount codes afterwards. That true scarcity uh, in that case <laughs> is great. Um, yeah. I mean, well, that would help because e-com, you know, with all the Apple Facebook data wars, the top of the funnel is getting more challenging for e-com. You can't just say, hey, the pixel is going to so- solve all my problems. So you need to capture the first party data and, you know, good old coupon codes, free shipping, BOGO, whatever, that works like mm-hmm. a charm. My original Wicca Reports first customer who's still with us was, um, he's made over $15 million on that from cold traffic where he does offers and then just redirects Mm -hmm. them to the actual page. But the offer really doesn't have the scarcity. So I'm already thinking we're going to, I'm going to email him and jam this in. Well, I don't work for him anymore, but I'll just tell him, Hey, this is the piece you might be, you know, can only do better. Cause right now he tries to do it, but then you got to edit the product page and you just say the hell with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Deal up. Cause it's too yeah. much work. You get to, you know, now his store is doing a million a month. He doesn't have time to work, you know, you got a team and all that, but it just doesn't, it doesn't happen. That's the beauty of, of, of this. And I, and I know you get it, but you know, it's, you know, it's a little bit of work to set this up, but then it's, it's done, right? That's the beauty of automation. So you get to leverage that, that work that you put in and, and, 
reap the benefits on and on and on and, and you let technology do do the rest of the work for you my speech at trafficking conversion summit was all about cold traffic delayed lifetime value and it was all making offers but they convert on email and generally it takes more than the seven days that the attribution windows and facebook have mm -hmm. and so this might either cut that down or at least provides a really solid offer up front that then the next time you do your offer they're like hey this guy doesn't mess around <laughs> he really yeah. is I'm really going to lose that coupon, yeah. that coupon code functionality. That's that's a big deal because otherwise, those generally no one can maintain their coupons. They got a list of like fifty thousand people. They're going to generate a ton of coupons, and then you know they're just going to be out there, and that's that. You know, so that cleanup function is a really nice feature. We're excited about it, and again, we're I keep I keep telling my team get that Clavio thing going. So yeah. um, it's going to be rolling out um, really soon because we're we're well aware that Clavio is one of the most popular email platforms for Shopify users. Shopify so, is it is the number one from what I've seen. There's a couple of yeah. those that are yeah, yeah. good as well, but that's the most common stack. Mm -hmm. Man, uh, that, <laughs> that's going to be awesome. I'm really pumped about that. So do you do um, now? So is there anything is integrates with the many chat? So within like a messenger ad, you could run the same scarcity or otherwise, is it usually it's going to trigger you got to get them to like your, your custom landing page. You get once you get the contact record, that's when the scarcity. No, it's it's in. um it's the former. So the, just to back up, you were talking about when someone interacts with many chat, I think is what you're saying, which is exactly what happens. So as soon as someone interacts with your Facebook Messenger powered by ManyChat or ChatFuel, um, our system can integrate and say, okay, this, this actual person is going to have this, say, five-day deadline. And through ManyChat, you can, and and email. So it's, it's sort of a multi-way. We're sort of, one of the ways that I describe us for people who are in the know, like everyone probably listening to this, um, is that I sometimes describe us as the Zapier of urgency. So we we connect with all these different platforms. So, you know, if you're using, if you, if you're using a CRM uh, for your leads, but you're also using ManyChat, how great would it be if the deadline were consistent in many chat and active campaign, let's say on your landing pages, on your checkout pages, if that's where you want to have it. And so our system really is is completely agnostic in terms of not only what software you're using, but you you might have 20 different things in your marketing stack and and deadline funnel is built to work with all of it and use every we use up to five points of of data tracking and you know how important tracking is, but we we you know do everything that possible to keep that tracking uh, accurate. So um so yeah, we 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 can work with many chat and chat fuel in a way where as soon as someone interacts, they're given a unique deadline. That's cool. What um do you guys work with SMS at all? Some people ask us that every now and then. Probably not to the extent that I was just describing um, ManyChat. We we just haven't. I mean, sort of like you guys. I mean, we we there's there's always there are always more features, feature requests than there are, there are time to to build things <laughs> oh, out. Yeah. So so you, so you know you have to prioritize and based on I'll I'll go ask my team after this call is over. But I don't think we're getting a whole lot of requests for that. If we were, then obviously that would move up. Um, so. Right now, I don't think that there's a deep integration on that level, but certainly just to be clear, if you're running Facebook, like if, if you're 
marketing system is as simple as, and sometimes simple is great, right? But if your marketing system doesn't involve really email until they become a client, maybe you're just sending Facebook traffic to a landing page, you can still use our system. You can have the Lend Funnel show up and track the person very accurately um, so that when they come back two to five to 10 to 30 days later, that it's going to remember exactly who that person is. The email integration goes that extra step further to really make that integration and that accuracy like go from low 90s to high, you know, like basically 100%. So, um, you know, so that's one of the values of the email integration. Plus, you can do some cool things in the emails to personalize the email with their actual deadline, to put the countdown timers in the in the emails that are tied to everything that's going on. So it really, it really compact, like it really delivers the message. You know, people are busy. Um, a big tip that I'll give to anyone. So this would be a great tip for anyone who's doing something like a Black Friday promotion live, uh, Cyber Monday promotion. So for everyone who's doing e or, or an e-commerce flash sale or anyone who's doing every, like anything that has a deadline, my recommendation is three emails on the last day. Obviously, you're going to want to use marketing automation to pull people out of that sequence who have purchased. You don't need to send them marketing messages anymore. So the only people who are going to see that are the people who are in that system. And I have never yet had someone come back and say, you know, I heard you talk about sending three emails in the last day. I didn't really see an improvement in sales. Every single person says my sales went up dramatically by sending three emails on the last day. It's one of the few times where you can get away with sending multiple emails on, on in a day and people aren't aren't upset with you. And you know what? The the one or two people out of a thousand that do get upset and unsubscribe, they probably weren't going to buy from you anyhow. But you're going to have a dramatic increase in sales. So if nothing else, if you if you don't remember a single thing from what we talked about and you never become a client of mine, you know, just I hope I hope you implement that because that'll be a game changer for you. That'll that'll be worth several thousand, if not several tens of thousands of dollars. That's a good point of listening to the data rather than how you think it might come across too. Well, because I knew a guy that had sent a birthday uh, discount on his email, uh, excuse me, email discount on his birthday. Mm -hmm. And then he resent the same email. It was like six hours later to anyone that didn't buy. Mm -hmm. So we did two out of the three and he got the same amount of sales of the second email. So instead of a 10K day, it was a 20K day. And mm -hmm. we track, you know, obviously we know how to track stuff. It was like birthday one, birthday two was like the UTM or something. We're like, holy, because I was like seeing, I was like, oh man, cringing at the idea he was going to send it twice. And he made an extra 10 grand, which at the time was a huge amount for him. So it was a matter of listening to the data, not our personal opinion in this case. Which, no, we you know, we, we see that all the time. Here's, here's the thing. You don't know which emails, uh, you know, Google is allowing your users to see, you know, sending a different email, you know, with a slightly different subject line, you know, making sure that people saw it. And then the other thing is, I can't tell you how many times there's some sort of special deal going on where I think, man, I, th that sounds really good, but I, I happen to be busy right now. I'll come back to this later. And then the deadline passes because they didn't send me enough emails or enough reminders. And then I find out afterwards, I'm like, damn it, I, I really actually wanted to, to purchase that. There's a bunch of people like that. And but, you know, the story that you're telling of this guy who made who basically doubled his sales by, by resending the same email, we, we hear that all the time. So it's the, the other beautiful thing about marketing automation, and I love talking about this on, on trainings, is you know, if if you're sort of rubbing your hands together because you're nervous about how your audience is going to receive it, you know, the good thing about Evergreen, one of the good things is that you only have to be brave once. Again, because you set it up and then you let the marketing automation, you know 
do its thing from that point on. You know, so you don't have to convince yourself hour by hour. I don't know. Do I send another email? You know, you set it up that one time and then the system does the work. Yeah, I agree with you on that on the deadline that you want, you may want to buy. You just get distracted or, you know, you never have your credit card on you. All sorts of reasons. Because that's yeah. the same thing with top of the funnel ads. I'm like, you got to get the lead capture, even if you're not doing lead gen with an offer of some kind, because people are busy. They were messing around on Facebook and they saw your ad and clicked, and then they could get distracted and not buy. And then you've actually lost that traffic now because of the iOS issues. You may have lost, the pixel may have lost that traffic. So you really need to capture it. And, and pull it into your own CRM, if nothing yeah. else. While you were talking, I was thinking about if I open up my iPhone, yeah, it, it would be embarrassing how many tabs I have open in like Safari and Chrome, uh, just because I'll click through on something and I'll, and I'll think I'm going to buy that. And then I, you know, later in the day, I'm browsing something else. You know, so I keep the tab open and every now and then, like, like months later, I'll go through, I'm like, oh yeah, I meant to buy that thing. You know, but um, in terms of like you were talking about, in terms of attribution windows, if you can get someone across that line faster and become a lead, then it becomes a lot easier to track. I mean, you're the expert on that, but you know, you, you certainly, we're fighting against human nature and human nature is to typically procrastinate. And that's really the beauty of a deadline. That's one of the main reasons why it works. Um, and so, you know, if, if you only send one email on that last day, yeah, you're going to get a lot of sales just by having a deadline, but sending one or two more, it's really going to ramp things up because people just simply forget. And so if it's, hey, this is, I told you before, but just want to make sure that you didn't miss out. This is actually the last email. You know, a lot of people are going to go, okay, I actually can't hit the snooze button on this anymore. I'm going to go ahead and sit down and, and, and make a purchase. So it's, it's, a, it's a winning tactic. I've never heard anyone come back and say, yeah, I regret doing that. <laughs> That's good evidence there. Hey, it was great having you on. Uh, let me know. Uh, so Deadline Funnel, what, what do you guys got on tab? Clavio integration, but what else you, what's in the future for you guys coming up? So we've got a bunch of things. One is that we have a feature that we didn't get a chance to talk about called Portal, which offers also social proof. So one of the things that my team was talking about, uh, was thinking about, say, a year ago was that, hey, we're already integrated very deeply with all these, you know, cart platforms and also email platforms. What if we offered, you know, social proof, live social proof in a in a widget on someone's website and then that morphed to well, social proof plus if they want the countdown. Now we've added in the ability to gather leads. So we talked about the top of funnel thing. So if you wanted to have, hey, 10% discount and have have that in a widget that's on your site. I know other, you know, we're not certainly not the first to come up with um, some sort of lead capture widget. But we're doing it in a way where um, your Dublin Funnel subscription gives you access to these tools where you've got, you know, um, things in there that's not just social proof. It's these other elements where now we have it so that you can have this widget that, uh, say, for Black Friday, this would be a great use for this, where every page of your website across your blog, across all these different properties that you have, including every page in your in your store, if you're trying to send people to one specific page, you can say, hey, you know, make sure that you check out our Black Friday sale. And, and there's just a call to action button that takes them over to that page. So we're giving our clients tools like this to help them with the top of funnel and the bottom of funnel. Um, we also have a, a new payment page platform that's going to be launching very soon, which is a separate thing from Deadline Funnel. That's been in development for about three years, and we're super excited to be rolling out with that. It's big. 
three years getting over the finish line. Oh man, it's it's been way too long. My 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 wife is like, so how's that project coming? <laughs> <laughs> hey, last time she did that, it worked out pretty well. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'll, I'll keep reminding you. <laughs> well, okay, Jack. Thanks a lot for your time. And um, where can everyone yeah, learn more? Uh, I would just go to deadlinefunnel.com and uh, my, my friendly team is is there to help you out if you have any questions. Um, so just check it out. We've got a free trial. If anything that I've said interests you, um, yeah, give it a give it a go. And uh, we'd we'd love to to know where you where you heard about us. So head on over to deadlinefunnel.com. Thank you and thanks everyone for listening. Take it easy. 